When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. back for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out here listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Lakerholics.com, Pop Culture Cosmos. Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. Or wherever you can go ahead and catch our shows, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, you know what? Life sometimes gets in the way. And unfortunately for me, or maybe fortunately, I had to delay our post-game show for about an hour, hour and a half. Because I, like I said, life gets in the way. But maybe that's a good thing because just like the Lakers... I may have lost my composure too, because in the Lakers, it was the best we saw this year and the very worst we saw this year. And unfortunately, that very worst came in the second half where they got outscored 67 to 43 in an abysmal performance and a disgraceful one at that as the Lakers ended up losing 123 to 115 to the previously winless Oklahoma City Thunder. And, of course, as he predicted, Laker Tom did predict, again, the Russell Westbrook quadruple-double. He did get a (laughs) quadruple-double. Unfortunately, it was 10 turnovers as part of the mix. And he looked awful again today, regressed back to the problematic Russell Westbrook of old. Anthony Davis, unfortunately, 30 points, 8 rebounds. Kent Bazemore, 11 points. Really not much to speak of after that. Carmelo Anthony was one for eight from three. Avery Bradley did play well in certain minutes, but he, 13, three for four from three, but he was minus 11 on the plus minus. Really not much good to speak of because, again, the Lakers in that second half really looked terrible and had several chances to win in the final minute. It kept on being given chances by a young team in Oklahoma City that kept on making mistake after mistake after mistake. And you know what the Lakers kept on doing? They kept on airballing and bricking three-pointer after three-pointer. With plenty of time on the clock where guys could have got themselves set. Just like he said. It was really, you know, I mean, when when you fall apart like that, I mean, this was the worst loss that the Lakers have had in 
25 years. That was I would agree league. with you on that. I was going to go back to actually just before LeBron because those years were pretty bad, but this is a team that has high yeah, expectations. 25 years it was. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, this was a disgraceful loss indeed. Right. And here today to talk about the game and hopefully not to provide me any enthusiasm or positivity on this one because you really can't put any kind of flowers on this one. It's a good man indeed. He has got a lot to say on Lakerholics.com. So please, if there is any time you want to go ahead and do drive-by viewing like you would at a car crash, now is the time to go ahead and look at Lakerholics.com to go ahead and check out the anger and venom that's going to spew over the next couple of days. It is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, I'm glad you're sounding recently because I was coming into this saying, you know what? You were going to go ahead and say, okay, things are okay. It's just one game, whatnot. No, this is not just one game. This was a disaster. It's just one game, Gerald. It's a disaster. It's just one game, man. It's the fifth game of the season. We're not playing with LeBron. We got ahead with an insane 26-point lead by playing maybe the best half that that we played in a long time. That's why I said I but we we that. all of a sudden have lost the ability to finish, and and actually, we lost our total confidence because I mean even Mello, you know, quick firing a air ball three from the top of the key when we had eleven seconds left. You know, I mean you don't when you're behind by three you don't wait to take the last shot with no time left on the clock. You know, you actually try to get a good shot up there. You know, I mean. Uh, and and having Russell Westbrook be the other guy that you're taking a, a game time three four you know and he didn't I mean, need to he still had well it was a two time. for one it was a two for one Gerald that's yeah. what they were trying to do well you know, they had 31 seconds and they wanted to get a two for one if he could get that and then they would get the ball back for sure regardless of what happened and then Malik Monk the threw up a putrid three point attempt as well yeah and I thought Frank took way too long to put offense back into the lineup. You know, I, I, one of the things I haven't had a chance to do, and I'm, I'm going to spend some time tomorrow doing is looking at the, at the quarter results of the, which lineups in which quarters really were responsible for, for <laughs> allowing the thing to go to hell today. You know, I mean, it, uh, I, I know that I, I know that I saw Mont Rondo go out there with Russ when we had like a five point lead and I mean that immediately vanished. So, and, and there were other situations where, and I know that Frank doesn't have the full complement of players there and, and, you know, it, they're still learning how to win without LeBron. The good thing is, is that they're, they, they showed, and, and this is all you can really take from a game like this. You can take an ugly taste in your mouth because, the team really blew a game that they should have had locked up. But on the other hand, the way they played in the first half and the defense they played in the first half was excellent. And 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 for a good part of the of the beginning of the regular season, the goal of every team, especially teams that have complete turnover of personnel and, and even some of the offensive and defensive strategies that they're following, like the Lakers do, it's going to take time for those teams to gel. You know, and you can shake your heads all you want, but you, but all, you know, you're really just venting right now. And you know, and you know, in your hearts that the truth of the matter is that you actually, it is just one game. And 
you know, we're there'll be going to be other stinkers that we'll have as we go along during the year. It'll happen. It's just going to happen. But you know, there were good signs that you could see from the game. Okay, Tom, I'm glad you saw them because in the second half, I sure didn't. Well, this I didn't was, see it in the second half. I didn't say that. I said. Well, I saw the first the half again was the best half the Lakers did play this year, but unfortunately, it yeah. came with the worst by far second half. <laughs> and I'm going to say this. The team has not looked good as a whole at all at any point in time of the year. They not put breakfast. Any... Wait, wait a minute. That's a that's a totally false statement. No, how okay. which game? Which game? Which game have they looked good at? At any Tell point me. in time? No, he know. said a game. He said a which, full which game. Four a full forty-eight minute game. Which four quarters? Well, they, they won two together? games. They won yeah. two games. They barely <sighs> won against San Antonio, a team that's going yeah. to be in the lottery. And they right. barely won at home against Memphis. Didn't mm-hmm. that go to overtime too, Magic Man? Yes. Yes, it did, Gerald. Okay. So t- you know, cannot but... tell me that the Lakers have looked good at all this season, which to me mm-hmm. is concerning. No, I said I've seen signs. I have seen promising signs of several things. Number one, that we're learning how to win without LeBron on the floor. And if that can be accomplished, that is probably the single biggest thing that would enhance our championship. So, uh, hopes this year. So uh, normally we're, we've changed our offense completely. So we're playing five out basketball the way that we're supposed to, um, the way that take advantage of it. I think that were it not for the injuries that we had, especially to the few wings that we had, which was a problem that Polinka should have taken care of, but he didn't. Um, and obviously what was, what was he know, supposed to do exactly? Well, it, it isn't. It's, it's a case that you basically, he was obviously looking for wings, but so was everybody else. So, and so what did he have so, to offer, you know? Uh, so in, tw- in, in 2018, the Cavs lost a very bad game to the Orlando Magic. They were up by 21 points. And in the fourth quarter, they scored nine in total, nine points. And that was probably the worst time to be a Cavalier at that point. If your name wasn't LeBron James, he jettisoned Isaiah Thomas, he jettisoned Jay Crowder, he jettisoned Derrick Rose, he jettisoned Dwayne Wade. He can't do that this time. He can't go. No, hold on. Wait a minute. Tom, you had had your chance. I'm talking now. Let let Magic Man finish. Go ahead. He he can't go up to Rob Polinka and say, Rob. We need to fix things here. You know what Rob's going to say? You wanted Russ? You need to fix this because my hands are tied. I put together the best team I could for you under the financial constraints that we have. And the only thing is you talk about Melo about one every four games, you getting a Melo game. Now we're gonna, it's going to be even worse with Russ if one out of every five games you're going to get a Russell Westbrook game. And that's the problem because the other five, four games, because he has so much of a usage rate, is horrendous. Ten turnovers is horrendous. Nine Gerald, turnovers. Ten yeah, Gerald, turnovers. Gerald, since, since 1980, when the Elias Sports Bureau started keeping track of NBA statistics, there is only there are only two players who have had three quadruple hobbles. James Harden has three in total. Russell Westbrook has six. He has double the quadruple hobbles that James Harden has. 
I just love that quadruple hobbles. It's the pacey pace. You know, when you well when you play at that pace. Gerald 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 did say Daryl Gerald did say, I remember in the summer, he said, you know what? We got Russell Westbrook. Get ready for the full Westbrook experience. And these past two games have been a window into Mm -hmm. living and dying with Russell Westbrook. Right. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. That's funny because now Jay John Sarceda is here. Great, great to have you in the chat, my friend. It's funny now. There's no hearts. There's no thumbs up. It's all just the care because you know we're all feeling we need care right now. Right? That's the that's the well, emoji that we get right now. So some patterns have emerged, Gerald, that are that are troubling for Frank Vogel. Here's one. Just some. <laughs> so uh, of the five games that we the Lakers have played this year. They've allowed 30 points in 11 of those quarters. Think about that. Out of 20 quarters, out of 22 quarters this year, the Lakers have allowed 30 or more points. That's half the quarters you play. And in the past four games, his teams have allowed 30 points or more in both the second and third quarters when you, you, bread and butter is making those adjustments. So if any if any coach could have taken this group of of bad defenders and try and turn them into a decent unit, it would be Frank Vogel. But through the, the five games, we know he can't do it. Yeah, but what he did is not a miracle worker. The reason that you're saying that, the reason you're saying that, Sean, though, to be fair, is because last year after LeBron and AD got hurt, which was in the second half of the season, okay. The Lakers, without those two players, managed to maintain their number one position. Yeah. But they did that because they were an experienced team that had been together for almost two years, especially the core perimeter defenders. And they took over in that, got put into that situation midway into the season when they've already were an excellent defense. Now you're talking about taking a whole bunch of guys whom we obviously, when we recalibrated our off, our our roster, we brought back more offense and not as much defense. And then what, injuries on top of it. What defense did we bring back? What defense did we bring back, though? I mean, what what perimeter defender on the Lakers team is THT is not a good defender. Let's put no. this out there. You say he's fourth in defensive efficiency and all that. 
you know, it's common among the league that he well, there still must has be a lot something that the Lakers see in him that they've given him in the role that they're going to put him on the best. And I understand the that they they, they, have, they see you know? that, uh, but it's, that, but it's based on potential. It's not based yeah. on actual performance. But, and then so Trevor Reza is thirty-seven, and you're counting on him to be. <laughs> you guys are just trading a mountain out of a molehill. I mean, seriously, this is five games in. Tom, so Tom, you got a disappointing they, so, loss tonight. So you flush in, it and in, you move on, man. In, in the, so in the history of the Los we Angeles can. Lakers with a 25-point lead up until tonight, they were 200-0. 200-0. Well, they were 225, I think, to be correct. Yeah. No, no, I, I posted it. I <laughs> Does it really matter it. after 200? Does it really no, matter? I thought it was 230, though. But check that out, well, Sean. It's even yeah, more than no, you said. Like – it it doesn't that this the whole loss tonight is is encompassing of bigger issues. It's not just the loss. Yeah, Tom, Tom, it, I realize you say they Tom. they always they always count as one, but you were laughing out after we were zero and two, joking around how he's saying, "Oh, it's practice." They're they're not, you know. LeBron was more interested in Squid Game this week. Then he wasn't figuring out how to make a better, how to make adjustments defensively. It's a long so, season, man. And these, these pros, they've been through it. LeBron's been through it for 20 years, man. He's going to, you know, he's not, well, he, he's not he's, worried at all at this he's, point in time. He's been out two games because of a bone bruise, Mr. Wong. I mean, well, four but years, I think four years ago, hold on, four years ago, he, he would sprain his ankle about three or four times a game and just readjust the tongue, yeah. time yeah. back well, up. He's and lost so more he, games the last two years than he ever has before. So he's well, I mean, they're looking you know, at every, it as a different situation. Every everybody, I actually is, think that he, I actually think LeBron could have played, but I actually think that the Lakers wanted to play without LeBron for these two games because they wanted. I mean, that's one thing that they have to do. That was one of the reasons behind why they really traded for Russell Westbrook and not Buddy Heald. What what Russ did Tuesday night, Buddy Heald could never have done. He could not have brought the Lakers back like they did. They needed a third superstar. And they saw what how that helped Boston, how that helped Brooklyn get through the whole year. With but conversely, he all, Russell Westbrook took you out of this game, or at least helped contribute yeah, to taking you out. Yeah, he did. He did. Nope, there's no doubt about it. He, he so, so you see, so you know, understand, so you understand why we're concerned. No, you I know. understand that you can be concerned, but but the serious, seriously, it's it's only the fifth game of the season. But and, Tom, and, you you and said and this really team had the potential to win seventy game games. Too. You I'm said this team had the concerns are are baseless i'm just saying that you're over you're overreacting so badly so, to it so tom, you know let me, in your hearts that let, you let are me ask because... let me ask you a question tom why do you why do you think frank vogel keeps going back to to russell westbrook and rondo he sees the tape he knows they're bad together but the only reason i can come up with is that he can't find another combination that wouldn't be as bad or well, as worse. He, and that's a concern. Man. Again, that's Avery Bradley, who shot well. Because we've got, five guys, we got four guys out that are well, injured. I, and, you know, I, I remember, I remember we reading on Twitter. A week, to start oh, with. A week. We were short on wings, you know. And and they, you know, they, and I don't even blame Palinka for it because wings were hard to find. And basically, 
we were taking guys who were willing to come for a minimum contract. So, so why did why did Frank Vogel leave Carmelo Anthony on the floor when we needed to stop? That's 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 another concern. Like, well, we needed Frank we needed Vogel, we needed Vogel, we needed shooting yeah. badly to get back. We're down by three. But you're you're playing def, you're playing defense though. Right. Yeah, but I, I mean, I I think I think the bigger concern, and Gerald was kind of alluding to it, is that the injuries, the lack of shooting. The in, uh, integrated chemistry—it all has a ripple effect. It all has a ripple effect, and that's the big difference to me. If we were at this, game this... twenty, if we were game twenty of the season and we blew a game like this, I would agree with you, Sean. I'm just not going to agree at game five. Sorry, yeah, but you got to remember we fine, are. Two, but... Hold on, you got to remember we are two baskets away from being zero and five. When you look at it. Well, we're that, probably... that would be really that's really a problem. You when you look at it, yeah, you know. So no, no, Laker, no Lakers team. Here. The glass is half full. Uh, it's no. like it's yeah. it's empty right now. Here's a, here, right now. here's a contrast in style. I, again, I appreciate yeah. your enthusiasm. Yeah. I want to make I want to make sure that's not that's not be that's not be Laker Tom up now. No, there are there are obvious there are obvious reasons to be optimistic. You know, and you have to be because there, there's still some good signs with AD playing so well, coming off of that that knee, you know, knee injury, knee soreness. So I was concerned if you he was what, actually what, even going to play. Can do, yeah. If he's in in the right situation, you know what Westbrook can do, and that you can win those non-LeBron win minutes. Um, LeBron may be trying to make himself into a jump shooter for the rest of his career, but at least he, he's shooting the hell out of the ball, so that's a good sign. AD, yeah, so AD at times days. appears to be dominant, especially when he's got space and not five guys sitting in the paint like he was for the whole second half of the game. Monk impresses me with his athleticism, and I'm, I'm actually thinking in my mind that he's a serious candidate to potentially start along with Bazemore. He's not a great defender, but he's a pretty good ball handler. He's a pretty good passer. And he definitely can shoot the lights out. I have a lot more problems with Carmelo's defense in a certain way because it's like he's a windshield wiper right at, at the rim. And it's just like every time he makes a mistake, it's two points. At least if the other guys make out, if, if Reeves or, you know, or Baysmore or, or Monk make a mistake on the perimeter, at least we got a chance to cancel it with some shot blocking inside. But so there, are, there's a huge there's and and Vogel is playing five outs and and putting in wrinkles that I think were intelligently done to to offset the problem of people going under screens for Russ. I think these north south screens that they're setting on him and the and the uh, the guys uh, who are just slipping the screens and so forth. Th- those are things that really help those ghost screens. Those are things that really make it very difficult for teams to to prevent Russell from going downhill. And we're learning how to do that better every game. Um, and one of the interesting things that I've been playing around with in my mind is the, in watching these two games is that I don't, you know, there's a question in my mind as to whether it is better to play three superstars at the start of every half and at the end of every half so that you get them playing together because you have some obvious problems with the three of them playing together. It's hard to get shooting, and, and it's not a perfect fit. Um, 
And maybe it'd be better if you had AD and LeBron and then AD and Russ and then Russ and, and LeBron in three different rotations, you know, where you were putting maybe two superstars on the floor the entire game. Because if you put three in the front and three at the end of every half, there's going to be one 12-minute span where you've only got one superstar on the floor. And for the Lakers, it's it's going to be LeBron. And, you know, you otherwise you just – you. That's how you work a 36 minute, 36 minutes per game schedule with those guys. So there's a lot of things that are going right with the Lakers. And you just have to remember that it's early in the season. There are 82 games. This is just the fifth game, regardless of whether these guys are shaking their heads. We're like bobbleheads. They are, they are bobbleheads in a certain sense. They're, they're members of the, they're members of the, of the glass half empty crew. And I've, uh, I've, they're oh, always, now, they're always, they're glass always half there. empty. I was on the glass half full yeah. team like 30 well, minutes ago. Full, the glass half full bobbleheads go like that. But they could tell by you guys going like this that you're in the glass half empty bobbleheads. But there's no reason to get panicky. We compare it, for example, when we were entering the playoffs and, and the team was really struggling a little bit. And, you know, and when we're, players were injured, the superstars were injured and so forth. I didn't have any sense of, of, I didn't have any sense that there was a fate ahead of us that was going to be very promising. You know, I thought we were going to have a hard time get past Phoenix when, when uh, AD went down um, and LeBron not being a hundred percent. I don't feel that way at all. You know, and I don't, I don't, I don't share at all the dismay that you have now. I will, I will admit to one thing that I have as part of making sure that, that I keep my life partner happy, you know, that I, that I'm not going to allow, I'm not going to allow the results of a Lakers game, Yankees game, or 49ers game to affect what's really important in life. And to a certain extent, so there, I have some perspective there because I haven't been that way all the time. There have been times when, when I'd really scream and rant and rave, but whether I, whether I do that or whether I, I, I look at things very positively, it usually depends upon what I'm reading of what's happening with the team. And, and what I'm reading is very positive. Um, there's a lot of pressure on the team and so forth, but all of anybody who's thinking and talking about Frank Vogel losing his job or, or Fisdale becoming the coach or this being a Mike Brown situation. The house is on know, fire and you're roasting marshmallows. Yeah, but there isn't, but there isn't any, there, there was that one little incident with, with AD and, and Dwight. I like which s'mores. Is, which is totally glossed <laughs> over, which has now been totally glossed over. You know, and so everything, you know, I mean, the, the guys will be remorseful tomorrow. They'll be talking about how, God, how embarrassing it was that we just blew that game. And the other no, side of not, it is, they're not Phil Gilgis, actually. Phil Gilgis, uh, Shea uh, Alexander is one hell of a player, man. He is, uh, but boy. again, this is a team that wants yeah. to lose, is trying very hard to lose, and it's very disappointing well, I don't think when you're up at 26. Lose. I just don't think they've learned how to win yet. Well, well the, they certainly the ref... learned how to win today. That's for sure. Yeah, because the refs and, were and, really and trying remember, hard to get us to know again. Well, of, hold on, Laker Tom. Lake, hold on. Let Sean okay. speak for a sec. Yeah, no, I was going to say the refs The refs did their part to oh, try and help no us kidding, get really. it into overtime again. Well, so did so did Oklahoma City because they gifted mm-hmm. the Lakers on more than one occasion. Well, you know, we're not getting three, we're not getting the calls at all. Um, it's Russell. It, yeah. He he. So his critical decision making is also an issue too, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
OKC comes back. They turn a 26-point deficit into a 34-point swing. Really bad shot during that stretch. Well, what concerned me was it was one six. It was it was one sixteen to one thirteen, and Russ decides he's going to go off on the ref. Now, Shea Gilgis Alexander is a, a, at times a streaky free throw shooter, but he's normally in the mid eighties to mid nineties. So you're basically gifting him three buckets there, right. yeah. And and he turns a, a you know a, a two possession game into a three, and that was a problem. And as soon as it got out of hand, he just decided, yeah, I'll just double down. And, and well, you know, every team, injection. every team, every team has to learn that <laughs> these guys. It's just human nature. They you you get ahead by twenty five points and. You slack off, man. I mean, it's, I don't know, you know, part of it is, part of it is almost that, that it's to be, it's almost insulting. It's almost like the, the layup that uh, the guy made at the end of the game. There is Baisley. Baisley made at the end of the game, you know, which was, that's fine. That was, that's actually the kind of thing I would have done. Um, yes. but, but, you know, there, but a lot of people wouldn't. Um, but uh the uh, they got the, you get to a point where you think that you're invincible, you know, and they got that way, and then they they got sloppy, and Russ came down and wasted a half a dozen possessions, like Sean was saying, and you know, and next thing you can't get a stop when you need a stop, and you can't get a jumper to fall when you need a jumper to fall, um, and then to make things even more embarrassing, you hoisted up a pair of air balls. With plenty of time on the clock in rush shots that were shots made by guys, shots taken by guys who didn't have confidence that they were going to make the shot. Um, they already had lost the game before they took that shot. Um, and uh, so, but it is in the end just one game. Now, you and won't be able to say that of the game seven of the, of the playoff series, you know. And but what a game it was. This game we can say it was just one game. Oh, we'll remember this one for a long time. And with Cleveland just coming off of a great victory against the Clippers, we'll, we'll be facing forget them about on Friday. Friday. Yeah, they'll, we'll be seeing them on Friday post-game, so we'll be here for that. But before oh, we end on out, guys, let's close this thing. I was going to do the top 75 and discuss that, but you know what? I'm not in the mood to tell you <laughs> right now after seeing that. But, Sean, I am not going to have a top 75 discussion unless you're here for it as our NBA historian. Laker Tom, I would love for you to be a part as well. Yep. You know, we'll even get Admiral Ackbar, I'm all, I'm all prepared conveniently for it. <laughs> absent here today. Notice that, how he's conveniently absent. So we'll just say that. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E. 
and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. But guys, we're going to head on out. What you got cooking at Lakerholics.com? Laker Tom, I'll start with you first. What you got cooking at Lakerholics.com? I, I'm, I'm interested in this whole concept of of whether of whether or not that it would be better for the Lakers to spread their three superstars out to have two superstars on the court all the time versus starting and closing with three of them. Um, now that's a touchy subject for them to do, you know, but you can, you can work it out where you, you basically start all three of them so that everybody's a starter, if you will, you know, and then you can, there are, you know, if you, if you have five, if you have three superstars and there are, four rotations in each half you're you're talking about basically those two middle rotations are going to have two superstars you can have two superstars for three rotations and then all three guys at the start it means that one of the three of them is not going to close games because you're going to take him to plug into the the middle of the lineup but there are things about the fit of of the lakers big superstar big three that that is difficult that you know, getting shooting, surrounding, getting shooting in there, and and even defense to a certain extent. You know, and because Russ, you got you got to cover. He Russ's, can't shoot and he can't play D. Yeah, well, which creates a, which creates a problem. But and then the other hand, if you want him to be free flowing, playing him in, along with AD or playing him, you know, could make a big difference. You know, so I'm working on I'm working on whether or not that really is something that is an out-of-the-box solution for the Lakers. There you go. And you can find it at LakerHollis.com. There's going to be a lot of vitriol that's going to be spewed out, I have a feeling. But you got to – like I said, like a car crash, you just got to go ahead and take a look. It's a drive-by right there political, at LakerHollis.com. That's, that's, that's what I do at LakerHollis.com. I, I don't like to really uh, interact. Although, Tom, you know what? I will say, Laker Tom, you did, thank you so much for the compliment that you gave me. I am truly appreciative of that comments you gave me. Thank you. But, I, you know, usually I just love to do drive-bys. Okay, okay what's the guys at LakerHollis.com doing today? Oh, Wow. That looks like a great conversation. Oh, you know what? It's so funny. I think I'll just stay out of it and just go ahead and not interject. It because, you know, I don't want anybody getting mad at me. But before we head on out, Sean Grice, a.k.a. Magic Man, our NBA historian at Lakerholics.com. What you got cooking there? Hopefully some more Where's your 75 article? Where's your 75? I thought you were well, gonna... He's working on it. He's working on it. You know what? tell you, when you debut it, that's It'd be we'll better better for us to argue his 75 than uh, than <laughs> Sports Illustrated or yeah, yeah I I had I had well they all had their top 100 except for the NBA NBA only had 75 ESPN Sports Illustrated they had their top 100 but I like the idea got- I like the idea of the 25 guys that you'd add to the top 50 from last time there you go getting kicked off and their seat given to a player that's got recency bias just because. Half the voters never saw the other guy play. But, Sean, what you got cooking at Lakerholics.com? Well, Gerald, going to be, as soon as I post my uh, Jubilee, I've also got uh, something cooking on the first week of this season. Um, You know, my 30 years of watching basketball in the NBA, this has probably been the weirdest opening week 
I can remember. Um, the two teams that were likely to play in the NBA Finals and picked by most prognosticators, including all three gentlemen on this panel, are <laughs> both two and three, and mm. they're two of the most and bizarre could, could be teams. worse. Could be yeah. worse, like Gerald Could be said. worse for, for both of them. The Chicago Bulls are undefeated. I mean, I never Under thought – I'd never – I know Texas froze over, but I didn't think hell would freeze over <laughs> with the Bulls being undefeated so far. Uh, it's just been a really the Bulls bizarre... and Hornets in the finals, man. Oh God, <laughs> Lavar Ball was right all along, wasn't he? Yeah, was that? It would be a BBB final. Yeah. So I mean, this is this has really been a strange winding first week. And by the way. I don't find it unironic that a few days before Halloween, <laughs> we get the Russell Westbrook experience, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, definitely. That's for sure indeed. But if you want to go ahead and check out the car crash, as known as Lakerholics.com, be part of the conversation today. And you know the conversation is going to get hot and heavy over the next few days. I'm assuming by the Jekyll and Hyde thing's a great topic for for a Westbrook article. There you by, go. And, right on and by the way, we we work welcome on, work all, on that the, one, all the haters. You want work to on that one. work on that one right now? That's Let's go. One. That's a good well, one. I, I don't want to hate on anybody, but you know what? Again, mm-hmm. I'm certainly glad you're not getting me one and a half hours ago. Then I was really to go ahead and rage. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad for the delay, and I think our listeners should be glad as well. But guys, and everything is okay in Lakerland. Don't worry. If you haven't, well, uh, well, I don't know. We'll wait and see. But if you have any questions for us at Lakers, Fast hey, Break, you know, you he's here. Well, yeah, especially after tonight. At Laker Tom on Twitter, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, and Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com. All right, guys. See how smart you guys will be after Friday when we play the surprising Cleveland Cavaliers. We'll see how that game turns out, but we will be here after the game on Friday. So check us out then or this weekend when you listen to it right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.